0: Hi friends, welcome to Ill-Natured, this is Michelle and I'm Alyssa. story for us today I don't know anything about the case and I'm really excited well to hear what she's got it's I would say I
1: I wouldn't say I shouldn't you be excited should, huh? yeah because this is a pretty fairly recent case um, mm-hmm. and it's really sickening it's awful oh. it's tragic but I think it's one that's important and that needs to be told. And I'd actually found this case on Facebook, like I did the Judith Barcy case. Yep. And I was really surprised I had never heard of it before now. Um, because, like I said, it's a really crazy case. And the guy that did this is like a literal piece of scum. So,
0: right. And there's
1: a lot of differing information on the case as well. So I try to take my time researching and really digging for the accurate information as much as possible. You do a great job. Well, Thank you, sweeter. Yeah. Um, so, before starting this episode, I do want to give a trigger warning because this is a very graphic and gruesome case.
0: Oh, um, right. way to break it down. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I just really, I just really wanted to let y'all know. And, and also, we haven't really discussed cursing on here, or or anything, you know. Right. It just kind of gets dropped in here and there, but there's a lot of like F word, and I will be pro- I'll be repeating what he right. says. That's so right, that's right. So, if you don't want to hear that, um, sorry, but it's coming, and if you don't listen to it, that's just fine. But prepared. I just want to, yeah, I just want to let
0: you know that it's coming, um, and it's going to be a lot of it, because wow. Um, so, if you have kids, so yeah. I just found out the other day that my youngest, uh, while he, he has a movie and headphones, but he said something. He was like, yeah, that's what your murder girls talk about. <gasps> and I was like, do do what? He has been listening to the morbid podcasts on the sneak, sneak, in the backseat. Sneak, sneak. So I'm going to start putting my headphones in. Yeah. yeah. Your murder girls. Yikes. <laughs> I know. When is a good time? Oh, By the way, when God. is a good
1: time to not listen to it with your kid in the car? Because I still listen to it with
0: Haywin. Well, I mean, I, obviously, I listen to them both of mine, and my oldest, I knew that he would, you know, take one, one side of his headphones off and listen in. Um, it's interesting. Well, that's right, but, but we can have intelligent conversations together about stuff, so, you know, I mean, it's like Kevin, my friend in the car. <laughs> I don't know, maybe I'll do. My mom though I watched Crimey Things from a young age. I watched it too. Like well I mean I talked about watching
1: like, like NCIS, SVU and crap
0: when I was yeah, like ten. So. Right? Me too. Uh-huh. Anyways. Okay, let's get it after it. So what what we got?
1: Uh well Man. anyways, let me tell you about Bianca Devins. Um, so from what I could find about her childhood, Bianca Michelle Devins was born on October 2nd. She would have just celebrated her 21st birthday Mm -hmm. this year. Um, so I wanted to do her case in the month of October to kind of remember her for who she was because she seemed like a really cool girl. So October 2nd, 2001 to her mother, Kim Devins in Utica, New York. Now, Utica is in upstate New York, about an hour east of Syracuse. And it's the 10th most populated city in New York, with its population around 62,000. Mm-hmm. The World and then some.com said it was one of New York's hidden gems, which seemed like a pretty cool place to be, I suppose. Um, And the Rolling Stones article I read on Bianca's case said that Kim was 17 years old when she got pregnant with Bianca, and she was a junior at a Catholic school. And she had been dating this guy named Mike for a few months. And when Kim found out she was pregnant, she was terrified at first, just as anyone would be, especially a teenager, Teenager. of course. Um, but she said that there was never any question, though, if she was going to keep the baby or not. That she knew immediately that she was meant to be a mom. Aww. And so, two years after Bianca, um, her younger sister, Olivia, or Liv, was born. I love the name, Liv. Liv. I know. Um, I have ooh, a little niece named Olivia. Aww. Precious. I think it's cute. We call I her Livy,
0: but she's adorable.
1: Ooh. Love the name. But anyways, it was said that Bianca loved Liv. She adored her and when Kim was pregnant once, at only two years old, Bianca would show off the sonogram and say, Sissy, like, how precious. So oh, and sweet. she just seemed like the best big sister. And I really Ooh. mean the best big sister. I'll post pictures of her yeah. and her sisters, like, that I can find. It's just oh, it. precious. Um, And she was naturally protective of her sister, of course, mm-hmm. and as any big sister is. right. And in 2010, Mike and Kim split up for what they said was the first time. Kim said that Mike was emotion- emotionally... Emotionally. Do what? I'm just making a war here. No, okay. I, I try to be... I, I do good for a while, and then it just whew, comes out. So, it happens. <laughs> she said that Mike was emotionally abusive towards her... And there were also multiple complaints filed for domestic issues. Mm-hmm. And as Bianca got older, she started receiving the brunt of the abuse. No. Mm. Yeah. Hurts this is what I read now. Um, and Mike left for good in 2015 and never really had a relationship with either of his children after he left. Loser. I know. You suck. Mm-hmm. Kim said Bianca seemed relieved by her dad leaving, but she also felt abandoned by him. Yeah. Like, I'm sure you can, like, you don't want your parents fighting in front of you all. Like, please get out of the house. Like, stop arguing. But then you're like,
0: at the same time, why couldn't you
1: just get your life together right. and be here? Like a
0: dad. Every child deserves that.
1: So, when she was nine and her p- parents split up for the first time. And then around 14 is when her dad leaves for good. So, like, this was traumatic enough, especially under the emotional abuse that she was um, hearing her mother receive and enduring herself. (sighs)
0: So,
1: in the ABC'd, ABC'd, oh, Lord.
0: It's all right. Since this is real life, friends, you all know this.
1: (laughs) In the ABC episode that I watched, it said that at 9 years old she was seeing a therapist for the thir- first time because she was suffering from really bad separation
0: anxiety. Good. I'm glad she was seeing a therapist.
1: But she was suffering because she was ha- like, her her
0: father had left. Right.
1: And then she was like, "Oh no, is my mom going to leave too?" Oh. You know, like stop. it was like trauma, yeah, like if
0: one can leave yeah, and as a nine-year-old? Yes. Absolutely. And she it. was
1: really upset when she had to go to school because she wanted to stay home with her mom. Like, how? That's awful. That is so sad. Oh, it hurts me. I didn't remember them mentioning anything about her dad in the documentary. But if the Rolling Stones article is true, then, of course, she was suffering from separation anxiety, like I just said, because yeah. her father had left. Yeah. Then Um And he... And I'm sure, like, most people that just kind of leave their kids, they don't really sit down with their kids and they're like, all right, you know, we're separating, I'm leaving. Right. Like, I'm sure he just,
0: like, up and left one day. Right. And like, he was gone. Yeah. And the uncertainty, is he ever going to come back? Right. See him again? Mm.
1: And Kim told the Rolling Stones article that after that, her and Bianca were pretty much best friends, um, Bianca loved her mom so much and was afraid that her mom would leave too, which is so sad. Like it
0: makes me want to cry. Me too. And to know that she already had a difficult life and then whatever happens to her, oh oh, gosh, it's hurting me. Y'all, 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 y'all.
1: So around thirteen is when things started to change, and she kind of lost interest in everything. She was actually diagnosed with depression Hmm. and started um, retreating more into herself. People who knew her in middle and high school considered her shy and sort of anxious. Oh. Yeah, and she started spending more and more time online, um, and then she started using social media as an escape. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that, and she kind of was able to let herself out on social media, right? She, I guess, she didn't have fear of being it. judged. That's yeah, right. and she started portraying what was considered an e-girl online, an e-girl. I'm assuming you don't know what that means, no, so no, we'll no. discuss that okay, in a moment. Good, And I'll actually pull some pictures up while we're talking because I personally know one. E-Girl. Yeah, this she's like a persona they have. Okay. It's like...
0: Are they cartoons?
1: Okay, we'll discuss. And, but she was very as active on Instagram, 4chan, and Discord. I don't know what 4chan or Discord is. Okay. Actually, I did research on this case, uh-huh. and then one of McKay's friends came over and said something about Discord, and I was like, What? Do what? Do uh, you know what that is? I know. I was like, You know what that is? He's like, Yeah, like, it's a gaming platform, I think, that people uh, kind of like, message back and forth through. See, see. And I was like, I know what that is because of my research. So Nice. Don't you love that? I know. So your I case connects to the I'm real world. I'm learning things. Yeah. So. It's awesome. E girl. I okay but not all are sexual-ish in this aspect so If that makes they sense they just post a bunch of pics and it's just like kind of we'll talk about it in a moment so there are a lot of weird phrases that i'm going to mention throughout there. not weird let me not the, let me not right, say weird right. but different uh-huh. different
0: uh-huh.
1: if you're not in, used the, in, to that, world. in that culture yeah. exactly so especially for the older generation because i
0: think that
1: mm-hmm. like and i feel like i'm even considered the older generation because i didn't even know what some of these I terms read, meant we need
0: them
1: well right like i didn't even like discord like, i didn't know what discord was right. and like i know what an e-girl is but some of these other terms i was like i don't know what that means so i'm gonna kind of go over a little depth. Good. We're gonna, good. Go, we're gonna do vocabulary right we're gonna now learn people
0: we're we're gonna we're learn, gonna learn. Yeah.
1: um so an e-girl is some are girls that are online that are kind of edgy, punkish, um, consider them emo or anime-esque. Oh, I see. Uh-huh. Oh, right. uh, and the e-girl aesthetic is usually not like normal hair color. Um, they dip, typically... <laughs> typically. Like so, a lot of girls will dye their hair pink or pink, black, green, different colors. That's right. Or yeah. black with like green highlights. Expression. Exactly. Um they're like their winged eyeliner
0: uh, is immaculate like i wish i could do winged eyeliner like these girls like it's fabulous. i can't imagine that would be smudged within two seconds and it's not even like regular on.
1: wings like they do graphic liners it's great so oh. they're awesome um but like and they they love a good thrift store alter, oh, oh. alternative re- re- retailers that's what they're called. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, they wear mesh crop tops, fishnets, all things black. Very prevalent online. I love black as well. Me too, I do yeah, too. That's I all at home. Exactly. Color. I'm actually not wearing black today. I'm wearing gray and red. But anyways, um. And most of their profile pics are, like, anime characters. I mean, they just put on, like, that kind
0: of yeah, persona. Okay, I get it. Am I, I get describing it. that girl pretty yes. well? Yes, yes. Okay.
1: Absolutely. absolutely. So, uh, let me kind of try to describe 4chan Discord to you. This is all I got off the internet. So, okay. I do apologize if I'm girl. not giving you all the information. If anybody out there can correct me, please do. So, um, 4chan is an image board website that... One site said was used mostly by young men around 18 to 25 years old. Okay. Um, It is an 18 or older site and it's anonymous people. Um, It was created originally in Japan and was used to discuss anime. But Uh the more it grew, the more the content expanded as well. And soon there were memes along with political movements and cyber attacks along with Hate speech disturbing things
0: like it's just different boards have different things, right? Um, I'm picturing like Pinterest, but for you know, fans of anime,
1: so, maybe I don't want to maybe because you said that. Boards. I don't that might, okay, that makes more sense. Okay, I didn't even think about it like that. Maybe yeah. that's right. Okay, <laughs> um, and most users are men, so the young girls and women that use this app gain a really uh, big following huh. quickly because they're the only women on the app. Yep. Um and then Discord is like I was telling you, it's like a chat app. Um I think it started out with gamers, but it I think it spread more to yeah. the outside community along with um yep. other things. So,
0: Interesting. That's a little And learned me something new. I do be trying to learn y'all
1: something. I like so it. yeah. Okay, so back to Bianca. As a freshman, she was moved to Thomas R. Proctor High School, which was a public school with about 2,700 students in it. And in the public school, it was said that she wasn't as popular as um, and moving to a new school is pretty scary. But then moving to a new school with a completely different outlook on people was, like, terrifying.
0: And you're in high school? Right. Oh, so, I went to schools when I was in first grade and it was scary. But I can't imagine. I moved in, like, like, fifth grade. Yeah. 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 Mm
1: um so bianca was like gorgeous stunning actually i'm gonna pull up some pictures of her right now so i can be showing you um she was gorgeous okay but from what i read in these articles the girls at her school were a different kind of what they considered a different beautiful that's what they considered they're beautiful yeah um so it was you know shorter girls with beautiful tan skin most of them were italian with gorgeous long um, dark hair so we she dance.
0: Was, yeah so it was <laughs> what we, and we from Jersey Shore. We used to watch Jersey Shore. We I love Jersey Really, Shore. we should rewatch it. Stop. It. Stop. We, we should. should rewatch oh. it. I,
1: I had no idea. I love Jersey Shore. Yes. I was like
0: Probably eight when it came out, but I was still. I love it. Me and Will were. Let's see. It was before we had kids, and yeah, we loved it. The drama. That's awesome. The
1: drama. I'm saying. Yeah. Also, I don't know. Was it Sam and what's his name? Rob, Rob, Robbie? Oh, it's been so long. What's his oh, name? Ron, Ronnie, 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 Ronnie.
0: That's his name. Roy, why, Roy, Ronnie. Why in the hell did y'all ever think y'all were ever gonna work? Okay. He just seemed like he had a lot of anger, Ronnie. Inside, he just he seemed like a dark dude. I think some
1: stuff came out about abuse later on. Mm-hmm. On a couple, mm-hmm. Like, a my, like a year or a few my, years this ago. This is so exciting. Okay, anyways, get back to the case. We'll talk about it later. So, anyways, this is Bianca. Like I said, beautiful. But she's different than... Oh, she, she is She was like 5'9". Oh,
0: wow. Supermodel. Oh, yeah. Look she at tried that the adorable model. nose. Oh, she, she's got this... Oh, sw- <gasps> She has got the sweetest, most beautiful face. Look at that I've winged eyeliner, and her eyes are huge. Aren't they gorgeous? Oh my god! That's her mom. No, so, mom's beautiful too.
1: Beautiful, yeah. So
0: she's Aww. she's a
1: the fam jam. No. Anyway, she's a beautiful girl, but it was just kind of different.
0: In, yeah, she looked. Her look was different, but I mean, universally beautiful. Oh, I exactly,
1: exactly. Um. So, she just had, like I said, a different look. To be and on she on the
0: pastier of... side of things.
1: Oh, what? I just <laughs>
0: saw that sentence. I love it. Oh, oh, oh. I was
1: saying, like, she was, yeah, she was, like I said, like, the Italian girls had darker, toned skin. Right. That's and right. And
0: she stood out, because she had
1: paler skin. And I was like, wanted to put out there, I wasn't hating, because I'm literally, like, a walking Casper, so.
0: <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it's fine.
1: Um, She... Like I said, it was different, but no less beautiful. And she and she had friends. She made friends. It wasn't right. like she, she. I don't think she was bullied or anything. Yeah. Um. But they described her as kind-hearted and supportive. Um. But they did say that she kind of had erratic behavior. Mm. Uh, she was a little eccentric, which is okay. Everyone is, okay. but sometimes they said that she seemed really goofy. But then other times she like lied a little bit about things. Oh, she allegedly told friends that she was Jewish or on the autism spectrum, which apparently wasn't true. Oh. This is just something I read in an article. Okay. I want to throw in there, and then I'll put the, of course, all my sources down in the
0: show yes. notes. Yes,
1: we do. Um. But one guy, Derek, said he could tell her anything. Like, she was the best therapist he ever had. Like, oh, she, you could, she could listen. Yes, you could talk. She could listen. And it was said in the Rolling Stones article that Derek and Bianca dated freshman year, but then she started becoming paranoid about him talking to other girls. Uh-oh. And then in Derek said that they fought a lot. So, she ended the relationship by cutting all contact off with him, ghosting him without explanation, and disappearing from school for a few weeks. Ah. Now, this was all, like I said, in the Rolling Stones article. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I don't want to come off like, this is a bad thing, but this was a part of Bianca's life and this is what right. led up tell all. to... Yeah why she kind of retreated to the online world and like kind of what happened afterwards Mm -hmm. so i just wanted to mention it but unfortunately her mental health just kind of continued to worsen into her middle to late teen years and she started having really really erratic behavior it was said that she ran home from like ran away from home once and was really really sensitive to sensory overload Where I'm 15 years old, Bianca was diagnosed
0: with borderline personality disorder. I don't know a lot about... I mean, I've heard... (coughs) I don't know a lot about borderline personality (coughs) disorder. Disorder. Well,
1: don't worry. I'm about to tell you from what I could find online. So, um, you could kind of understand what Bianca was struggling with. BPD... Impacts a person's ability to regulate their emotions. So, symptoms can include fear of abandonment, shifting self-image, impulsive behaviors, emotional mood swings, and explosive anger, just to name a few. Also around this time, sophomore in high she was a sophomore in high school. She was really struggling with going to school. She would be getting ready for school, about to walk out the door, and then she started having panic attacks and saying that she couldn't do this that she couldn't go
0: hmm.
1: so it her it, her mental health just kind of worsened and worsened and she's yeah. really, really really struggling around 14 15 16 from what i could read and found luckily she was able to know that she needed help and she was able to get treatment and that way she was able to to be a better her.
0: Good for her.
1: Yes. She was starting to attend school again. She had really come a long way. She actually graduated high school in the spring of 2019. Nineteen? Oh, that's this what is really recent. recent. I told you this is yeah, this happened like four this. years ago.
0: Huh? Three years ago, four years ago. Dang.
1: Bian- Bianca had plans to attend a Mohawk Valley Community College and she wanted to major in psychology to start pursuing a career in helping people with their own mental health struggles. That's awesome. <coughs> oh, hold on. Let me get a drink.
0: Get a sip. I still can't get past the Jersey Shore thing. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm.
1: I love Jersey Shore.
0: I mean,
1: I knew, you know, you knew was I was so cool, soul but, not sister,
0: that cool. but yeah. I told you. I'm rocking. I,
1: I had told you. <laughs> so a few other things I wanted to mention about Bianca was she was a very talented artist. She loved to model. Mm-hmm. Um, she was, like I said, beautiful and tall earlier. Um, she loved social media And she felt like she could be herself on social media. She had a grandfather named Frank, who we will hear from later on, who absolutely adored her. And when her mother ended up remarrying later on and getting pregnant again, Bianca was so ecstatic to have another little sister. I really wanted to tell everything I could about Bianca because she is the victim here. And we are not wanting to glor- glorify or put the spotlight on the sack of shit who took okay. Uh huh. So I really... And like I said, I really wanted to honor her life. I wanted to tell what I could find, everything about her and just really pay our respects to right. her. So even though, you know, she she had struggles of her own, she really helped so many people through her own struggles. Um, and through their own struggles, she's beautiful, she was kind, she had family and friends that just loved her, and this is a tragic, horrifying thing that happened to her. So, Bianca, like I said, was just a beautiful human whose life was taken entirely too soon by the turd on the ground who couldn't handle rejection. Ugh. So around the time of her death, she had about twenty five hundred to three thousand followers, which I think skyrocketed to like over a hundred.
0: Right. Now like yeah. she's got a
1: ton of followers now. Mm-hmm. And along with that came who we call orbiters. Now, this is a term I had heard of. Uh-uh. Yeah. And orbiters are older guys that kind of follow, watch, or worship. Younger girls, okay. um, it's like a groupie but creepier, not <laughs> groupie but creepier. Okay, so I've that's got how a good I put visual. It. Here I mean, in yeah, life, my brain. So they send gifts, money, etc. And Bianca had several different levels of orbiters that followed her. Some of these people just liked her pictures, but others harassed her in the comments and objectified her. Ugh. I saw in one source that she was bullied by incels, which we'll talk about in just a second. Um, online for over two years. Incel? and incel is a male who is involuntary celibate. They can't right. sexually attract a woman in real life situations, mainly due to their views or the harassment when speaking to women. And they take it out online towards younger, attractive women. So, basically, a man who can't get any... And text it out on beautiful women because they know that they are. The internet. Yeah. What a
0: wonderful They're like, ooh, she's
1: out of my league. Let me harass her. She would never date me. I wonder why.
0: Yeah. Right. Get a life. Loser. So,
1: Bianca had a ton, a ton of incels that worshipped her. Some commented on her photos, responded to everything she did in seconds. Like, people were, like, really stalking her. Um, most, from what I could tell, were just creepers on the uh, online through the internet, no physical contact yeah. that never really got close until there was a guy named Brandon Clark. So Brandon Clark was a twenty-one-year-old Lyft driver that also lived in New U- do what <laughs> in Utica, New York, okay. who who had caught the attention of Bianca. One site put it this way. They had met on Instagram, but continued chatting on Discord. Um, Brandon had a pretty troubled past, though, and also struggled with mental health. So it was said that they kind of bonded over that. Bonded mm-hmm. over that, right? Um, this was in April of two thousand and nineteen when they met, Crazy. and there is actually a picture online of Brandon going to Bianca's graduation ceremony a month or two after. Sidebar about the graduation party. Brandon kept introducing himself as Bianca's boyfriend, but she continued oh. to correct him over and over again, saying, no, we're just friends. Ooh, red flag. Yeah. Nice. A friend said he thought he saw Brandon getting agitated, but Kim said about the first time she met Brandon that she thought he was goofy, nerdy, boy-next-door type. Which, by the way, anytime someone describes a dude as a boy-next-door type, I immediately get that by- bad vibes. That is not comforting at all.
0: <laughs> no. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Agreed.
1: Maybe it's because every time I hear it, it's referring to a psycho. Or it could be the movie, The Boy Next Door. I don't know. But... Wait.
0: There's a movie called The
1: Boy Next Door? Yeah. Has JLo lo in it? Oh, I know it's a winner. <laughs> if it's got... No, I'm not kidding. It's good. It is. Oh, yes. wait, wait,
0: wait. And she's fighting him. And... That's because yeah. they start
1: sleeping together, but then she realizes like he's uh, like going to oh, like her babe. high school that she teaches at, but he's still like not. Sh- he's like I'm trying to bang 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 baby, and she's like no, I could lose my job. But then he starts like holding stuff over her head. It's I crazy. bet
0: blackmail. Uh huh.
1: So, anyways, that might be the boy, movie.
0: Boy next door. I don't. I, I. don't
1: know. I'm pretty sure I own it. Mm-hmm. I'll have to let you borrow it. Yeah. Anyways, police later described their relationship as intimate, and even some newspapers or article titles said boyfriend kills girlfriend, but that is not the case from what I like saw. Like, intimate? Or...
0: Like, they hooked up. Maybe.
1: Yeah, so, what, this is what, I'll tell you, I'll tell you. Okay. Brandon most definitely had a crush on Bianca. That's right, for one thing. Right, uh-huh. he sh- like I, He stated it multiple times, but Bianca made it clear that she did not want anything more than a friendship with him. Uh-huh. Multiple sources insinuated, though, that their relationship was a friends with benefits type, and Brandon seemed to be okay with it, so that continued their friendship. Mm-hmm. But, like I said, Bianca just wanted to be friends. If they were ever sleeping together or any it friends was with benefits for, type, it's uh, they had they were supposed to have a mutual understanding, right? That he agreed to. That's right. Okay. So, as friends do, they continue hanging out and actually plan to go to a concert together. And this was Bianca's first ever adult concert where she wouldn't be without, like, a parent or something. Right. So, it's July 13th, 2019, and Bianca went to New York City with Brandon to go to one of her favorite artist concerts. Nicole Dollenganger, I think is how you pronounce it. uh Initially, she actually invited a lot of her friends, but only Brandon tagged along. So, it wasn't like she just invited Brandon. From what I can tell, she invited Her friends were love.
0: probably like, we don't want to go hang out with Brandon. This creep, yeah. Okay. This picture gave me some vibes <laughs> that are not pleasant. So, I don't blame Well, him. he looks like a psycho. So, what do yeah. Kim said that she actually was
1: relieved when she found out that she was going with Brandon because Kim trusted him. Like, mm. he had never given her any reason to doubt. That's so horrible. I know. Ugh. So Bianca hugged her mom. She told her that she loved her and ran out the door around 2.30 p.m. Bianca and Brandon were seen at the concert enjoying it from about 6.30 until 11.30 p.m. together. And she was seen on surveillance video at the concert wearing a black tank top, black and white plaid skirt, and some black and white bands. And after the concert was over, Bianca texted her mom to let her know that she was on her way home. One thing to note, that this was a four-hour drive. So, Ooh. they left around 11.30 p.m. together. So, they mm-hmm. were going to be getting home about early hours of yeah. in the morning. So, we're actually going to jump a few hours to the morning of July 14th, 2019. And I don't want you to read this. So don't read it. I'm sorry. I know. You can see all my notes. I can notes. see
0: it. I'm turning my head.
1: <laughs> so... Between about 6 and 7 a.m., the police started to receive a rush of phone calls. There were tons of people concerned with the welfare of a girl. Mm -hmm. A lot of people in the area woke up that morning and checked their social media platforms, including Discord, which is when they saw a girl nearly decapitated. Mm Upon initially seeing it, people thought it looked a lot like Bianca and realized the photo was posted by a user that everyone knew as Brandon. The caption said, quote, sorry, fuckers, you are going to have to find someone else to orbit, end quote. Now, I'm about to cry. Like, I just got chills all over my my body. Oh, my gosh,
0: I have chills as well. They
1: thought this was a joke at first because people posted gory photos all the time on Discord to get a rise out of people, especially Brandon. He was known for this. (sighs) But enough people that were got worried about it, and that's when the calls started rolling into the police. Mm. Police had plenty of reason to go and do a welfare check on Bianca, so that's when they showed up to Kim's house, and they knocked on the door, and Liv answered. Her sister. Her sister. She called out to her mom and said it was something to do with Bianca. The officer asked if she knew where her daughter was and if she could get in touch with her. Kim tried calling and calling Bianca, but there was no answer. (sighs) Now, during this check, another call comes in to the police station, and it's Brandon himself. And he starts this call by saying, quote, My name is Brandon. The victim is Bianca Michelle Devins. I'm going to kill myself. I am not going to stay on the phone long. I got to get to the suicide part in my murder-suicide, end quote. He admitted to police that he had murdered Bianca and was about to kill himself. Police are trying to pinpoint his location at this time, and some officers are back at the station analyzing both social media accounts when they see that Brandon had posted a very ominous Instagram story in the early morning of the hours. Now, I'm going to show you this Facebook post. Or this... It was an Instagram story, it's I think. I think um, it was a picture of the highway or interstate, and the caption said, Here comes hell. It's redemption, right?
0: Do what?
1: I don't How know. What is this fool? So, I'll post this picture, of course, because I've got it right here. Yep. Um, and then they found a Snapchat story. He had posted a photo of a large green tarp over something that was the shape of a body. And his hand was in the photo covered in dry blood. I actually came across these photos on accident, so be careful if you do not want to stumble across that. Um, I'm not going to post them. They're very eerie, and it's very sad knowing what happens after listening to the case. Um, I will describe the photos, but I will not be posting them. And I just wanted to give you a heads up if you plan on kind of doing your research and digging into Bianca's case that those are still on the internet.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: The photo had the caption, I'm sorry, Bianca. His last photo that he posted to Snapchat was his whole body from, what, the neck down. And he was holding a knife he murdered Bianca with. Um, And it had um, some blood spatter on it that said, thanks to everyone who was good to me. I'll miss you all. Like, sorry, but you were the least of anyone's concerns at the moment. sir. if you're alive and not, um, you just murdered a girl. Yeah, You just murdered a girl.
0: Stole her young life.
1: And we'll get into it why, you know, the motives later. But it was because she rejected him, essentially. What a gross creep. So, he almost decapitates her and then proceeded to post pictures of her body and all the actions afterward on on the entire internet. So, (sighs) um, luckily, police were able to locate Brandon. um, And he was about 10 minutes away from where Bianca lived out. He was on a dead-end road, about 10 minutes away. So, police head over to where he is and actually expect to see both Bianca and Brandon dead from the social media pictures. But, contrary to what they thought, upon arrival, police found Brandon alive and well. They got out of their vehicles with their guns drawn, approaching Brandon's car cautiously when Brandon starts viciously, viciously, like, stabbing himself in the neck.
0: What? Like How do you stab your own self in the neck? Yikes. All those uh, what are The screws screws are loose up there. Yeah. Um.
1: He stumbles. And you know. Of course, he starts bleeding heavily. He stumbles over to the side where Bianca's laying under the green tarp and Ooh. falls on top of the tarp. No. Ew. Get off of her. He then proceeds, and I've seen this picture. Takes a picture of his neck gashed open, laying on Bianca's dead body under this tarp. Posted it to Instagram with the quote, "Ashes to ashes."
0: Oh my gosh. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. He's expecting he's going to bleed out in like seconds, and then paramedics run over and stop the bleeding. Dumbass! Yeah, he completely missed the carotid artery. Um, he didn't, and he didn't even cut himself deep enough to bleed out quickly. Right. It was just, you it know was how difficult
0: deep. it would be to stab your own self because your brain's like, no, you skin know, skin deep.
1: So. With stitches, he was going to be fine, which is why in that picture I showed you, it looked like he had a gash. Yeah. That's where that came from. With all of this going down back at Bianca's house, police are still talking with the family, and from my understanding, they hadn't really had a chance to talk about the photo to her family. I don't know if they even knew she was dead. I'm not really sure what was kind of going on. You know, yeah, I, they might have known she was dead, and I think they did kind of know Brandon had something well, what to was do with it. So, I believe that they, like I said, might, they might have known she was dead. And I think they had, they known Brandon had something to do with it.
0: Yeah.
1: Because Kim was in disbelief when she found out who had hurt her baby. Never did she think Brandon would have. But, like, they definitely hadn't seen the photo at this time. But that is until someone sent it to Bianca's younger sister, Liv. What? And when she opened her phone, she just screamed in horror and shock.
0: They sent it to her?
1: She had to see her sister nearly decapitated.
0: Why? People. If something ever happens to my fam, don't you Foolish. send me a picture. Don't you send me a picture. That I would have been pissed. Yeah, oh, they so wouldn't now. be my friend anymore. more.
1: So Kim runs over to see what, you know, Liv is going on. And she has to see the same horrible photo of her daughter. No. Oh. That's how they saw the picture of the And uncle. that's
0: how they're going to remember.
1: They both collapsed together, crying hysterically, of course. Kim just couldn't believe it. She kept repeating out loud over and over and over again that it's not Bianca. It wasn't her. That wasn't her baby.
0: No.
1: So Kim and the rest of Bianca's family are at home still with the police. Brandon has been sent to the hospital to get stitched up and uh. arrested, of course. Right. Um, There are police back at the scene trying to gather evidence to see what's going on. So I'm going to describe the scene to you. It's very, very theatrical. Very um attention seeking mm-hmm. so it's a show to him this is something Br- brandon has created yes. this little crunch bag was crunch staging bag. this entire scene to get more shock value out of it like i said offer attention Christ. so brandon had spray painted may you never forget me which police initially thought was signaling to the fact that brandon wanted fame and notoriety for this but it's more than likely coming from another meaning. Now more may you never forget me actually comes from a Japanese comic book called Goodnight Pun Pun Pun? <laughs> pun, pun. Pun pun. Um, it's described as a very violent, dark version of Romeo and Juliet. Hi. This comic book is one that Bianca and Brandon both had read before, and people speculated that Brandon really related to this, especially because he saw it as him and Bianca. So he put "May you never forget me" on the side of the vehicle in reference to this very violent, dark Romeo and Juliet. He spray painted it on his car. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So stupid. Or spray painted it on the on the ground. Maybe yeah. maybe it was on the
0: ground. Either um, way, pretty screwed up.
1: Yeah. So, um also, Brandon had a song by Joji named Test Drive playing on the Bluetooth speaker over and over and over again. It was on repeat. Um, right. And song was a song about someone being more invested in a relationship with someone than the other person was. He felt like he was putting everything in and receiving nothing in return. Even though she made it very, very, very
0: clear that they were friends and friends only. And he's extremely lucky that she even wanted to hang out with him. Right. You
1: you literally look like a garbage can, sir. And you probably smell like one, too.
0: Okay.
1: You better be damn glad you were ever seen in the same presence of her. Okay? So... The, some specific lyrics said quote, I'm looking for a long ride. She just wants a test drive. End quote. Brandon wanted more than Bianca was willing to give and he just could not accept that and he felt that they were destined You're to be together. You're not destined
0: to be with someone if they don't want to be with you. It's not destined Exactly.
1: But he realized that she was possibly interested in other people and that he had to kill her because he had that mindset that if he couldn't have her, no one could, which is like... Disgusting. Grow up. Disgusting. Get over yourself. First of all, Brandon, if you're listening you in prison, you're fugly. You're literally um, fugly. Like I just said, like, why do you think this girl would even be interested in you in the
0: first why? place? Like, I, I hope that Brandon is really popular in prison. <laughs> we need to make that a sure. shirt. We do need to make that. I'll get to work on that. <laughs> Uh, I hope he's, hope, getting
1: he's, hope he's popular in prison. Mm-hmm. Uh, so <laughs> so this is like the only time I'll ever use this phrase. But let's go, Brandon. Like, Get a grip on life right. right now,
0: brother. What is going on? Yeah, he needs to be taken out back. What a mm-hmm. Sick, sick individual. A couple
1: other creepy lyrics I found were, I'll see you in the next life, and I told you not to waste my fucking time. (sighs) They also found Bianca's phone, and back at the station, when the police were going through it, they found messages between Bianca and another guy. So, this other guy was Alex, and she had been chatting with him on Discord, and she had actually invited him to the concert with her and Brandon. Alex lived closer to New York, so she thought they could meet up there. And it seemed like Bianca might have been crushing on Alex from what the 48 Hours documentary suggested. And it was even a little scared that Brandon was going to get jealous when he found out Alex was going along, too. But she wanted to meet him. And so I think Bianca was like, okay, Brandon's my friend, you know. Right. If this guy is crazy, Brandon's got my back. You know. She's doing the smart fucking thing.
0: Right. Having another male with her. She's doing the smart thing. Just the wrong male.
1: That's exactly what I put in here. I was like... It seemed to me that she had met Alex online. Realized she was going to have feelings for him. She went in to meet him. Her and Brandon were already going to this concert. And since Alex lived in the area, she thought it was the perfect chance to meet. Right. And so instead of going to meet a stranger by herself, in case he was a psycho...
0: I don't have my plutonic friend. Exactly. And in
1: one source I read that she actually liked to talk about true crime. So sister knew. She knew to not go by herself. But like you said, unfortunately, the monster was who she brought with her. All three of them hung out at the concert together, and then afterwards, Alex left on his own. Oh, Alex did show up at the concert. Yeah, they all okay. hung out. Okay. So I didn't mention that in the beginning. Right,
0: I like it. Yeah, I got a little bit. I'm
1: trying to get better.
0: You go, girl. You're so better. They, oh, you're better every day.
1: Don't make me cry. Okay. So, um, Alex left on his own and Bianca left with Brandon. And on a YouTube video that I watched on this case, it said that during the concert and even after, Bianca was messaging friends and telling them how happy she was, how much she liked Alex, and, you know, all these other things. But a few other messages she sent were kind of red flags. Um, The first was to a friend that Bianca said something along the lines of, quote, We held hands, but my friend is mad. Mm. So, she's, like, super giddy, like any other girl would be, about hanging out with a guy she likes. He's interested in her. He makes a move. But Brandon's creeping this entire time. Yeah. And so, his mood is, like, bringing everybody down. And he's, like, making snide comments the entire time or just simply being quiet, observing them. And if it wasn't already, like, oh, you know, like, hold on. Because Bianca also messaged Alex during the car ride home and said, I think he saw me kiss you. Oh, Lord. So, what do you think Brandon's thinking? Oh, that's all right. I will go find me someone. You know, Bianca's not interested. Clearly, she likes another guy. You know, let me just take a few th- steps back. You think he's really thinking that? You think he's thinking logically in this situation? Obviously not. No, 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 no. Okay. He's not. He's a freaking hemorrhoid who's thinking, oh, no. Someone's trying to steal her from me, even though she literally never wanted him to be with me in the first place. What do I do? Oh, I'm going to kill her. And so he snaps. So now let's talk about what they found on Brandon's phone really fast. In the Notes app, they found a to-do list, like a checklist. Um, It had things like spray paint, set up speaker, message alley, live stream, last song question mark, you know, things like this. One thing that was on the list was just know I feel no pain now. And found something that said Instagram bio. Upon looking at his Instagram bio, he had changed it within the last two days. And that quote, just know I feel no pain no more, was in his bio along with 10-6-97 to 7
0: 19 That was his birthday
1: and what he planned oh, on I being stayed. his death
0: date. So he planned this before the concert, don't you think? Like, I mean, he had it this was in two, his back pocket. This
1: was two days. This notes yep. was edited no more recently than So, maybe days. she
0: told him, my friend Alex is going to meet us there. And he was like, oh, let me get on this to-do list.
1: Ugh. Well, let's see. Okay. So, um, they found in his search history where he looked up how to choke someone and how to hit the carotid artery. Which, by the way, his reading obviously did no good because he's still alive. So, um, you didn't absorb that Unfortunate. knowledge. Unfortunately. This all led to police thinking that this was all premeditated. Right. It wasn't that Brendan saw Bianca kiss someone else. That didn't set him off. He was already planning on killing her anyways. But seeing her interact, Alex, I think, put it in motion. He was like, okay, definitely a done deal now. You know, like, he was already planning on it, but maybe he wasn't
0: planning on doing it. So, you know, I don't know. Maybe he was going to try one one last time. He had planned to be like, okay, let's take this to the next level. And she did not. Yeah. So,
1: it wasn't Alex. To, to begin say, with. So yes. I just kind of want to put that out there because I don't, like, I'm sure Alex might feel guilt about it, but I don't, it wasn't his fault, you no, know? Like, that's he was right. already planning I this. Was already so. Bianca's death was already going to happen because Brandon had already planned on doing it, whether Alex was at the concert, showed a kiss with Bianca or not, you know. So, um, even all of that is not the most disturbing part of the case, though. The most disturbing, the most important, the most incriminating thing that police found on Brandon's phone was a video. He had filmed the entire murder of Bianca Beckins. The entire murder. Now, not many people have seen this video besides the police and the prosecutors, from my understanding, and they didn't even show it in court, but I am going to give a trigger warning because I'm going to describe the video from what I could find on the internet through different sources. It's brutal. It's gross. It's gruesome, awful, you know. All the words. So, if you do not want to hear it, skip forward a few it's just rough and prosecutors even said this quote i don't think until that very moment we realized this was probably the most horrible thing either of us have ever seen in our life or as a prosecutor end quote so this is what happened in the unfolding of the murder of bianca devins i'm sad the video started us out with bianca asleep in the back of the car because like i said this was really yeah. early in the morning yeah and Brandon had laid the seats back down in the back so she had more room. Um, he's driving a Explorer, a three-row vehicle, which is also what I drive. Oh. Ooh. So, yeah. Trade it I love my Explorer, though. <laughs> but she's napping in the back, like I said, 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning. And they'd already stopped, so more than likely, um, this is where they were at when she you know i don't think i think where he was found at the 10 minutes away from bianca's house i think that's where he'd been at since this video had started so i think they were already i think when this happened she was 10 minutes from her house (sighs) so brandon attaches the phone to his dashboard using like a vent clip or something similar and he reaches in the front seat after setting up the phone and you can see the entire car he reaches into the floorboard of the back seat and pulls out a knife that he ended up posting pictures of later. <sighs> um, he is being a creep and broing out over this knife to the camera. He's like turning all these sorts of ways, like showing it off, like you know, it's supposed to be cool, you know, like but... uh. yeah. Uh, he sets the knife down beside him and he wakes Bianca up, and he immediately started a more heated conversation with her about the kiss with Alex, and he made sure to let her know that he saw it, and she was kind of like, "Oh, sorry, like."
0: And what? Exactly. And
1: what? He snapped back and said, well, sorry isn't good enough. And then there's like this really awkward silence. And Bianca calmly says, you know, we aren't together. I've told you and told you that there are no rules here. We can see other people. Like I said, it seemed like a friends with benefits situation where Brandon gets attached and Bianca did not. And I would like to remind everyone that I did not stumble across anything that suggested a sexual relationship between the two, just some flirting possibly I'm not assuming anything. I'm just that's saying, right. like, some of the sources insinuated it was sometimes a sexual right. relationship. I gotcha. Either way, it doesn't matter. She, no. If she wanted it's... to be a friends with benefits situation, right? That does not mean she has to take it to the next level. No. So that's just mm-hmm. my. That's just how I feel. So, okay, she made it very, very clear that they were not exclusive. She, you know, she wasn't doing anything wrong.
0: No, she told him. No means
1: no. Brandon. Brandon goes silent, and then Bianca said, quote, are you ready to take me home now? End quote. He reached up and slapped her or hit her over the top <sighs> of the head, disorienting her and then knocking her down. And he quickly peeked at the camera to make sure it was recording. <sighs> So he wants to make it sure does. this is on camera, uh, and in the background, Bianca is taking a few seconds where she sits back up, completely blindsided. And what happens next is the most horrific thing, oh, and something
0: she could just what? never even even understand. You no, know she didn't think that anything like this was ever possible. She wouldn't have
1: gotten in the car with exactly. You. Well, Brandon held holds up the knife, and in one motion, he slit Bianca's throat. Some sources said she started screaming in terror and she tried her hardest to fight back. Sarah Demelier, the assistant district attorney, said, quote, It's not like on TV. He has to get through to the muscle. He recorded all of this. And he also recorded what happened or what appears to be her last breath, end quote. It is hard to believe if she was screaming or fighting after because that was a very deep cut yeah like i said i accidentally stumbled across it while researching um and it's very very brutal so it's hard to me i think she would have just fallen back but some sources say she was screaming either way it's horrific and just to think that her mother and saw
0: her sister saw this picture it just makes me sick to the person that sent that to them in jail as well okay Yeah, we'll get to that in a moment. Mm.
1: Um, Bianca does fall back, and she takes her last breath, and he screams at the camera, quote, Bianca, why did you make me do this? Quote, as if this was her fault. (sighs) Sick, sick. He then cuts the video off and proceeded to take the photos that he eventually uploaded. And as I said later or earlier, he posted a photo of his neck, cut, the lifeless eyes, and blood everywhere. And then posted the ones of the tarp, his hands, the knife. You know, all of those. Every detail. All he of made it sure. To post. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. The last photo he posted was the one where he tried to cut his own throat while laying on top of the green tarp Bianca's under. Mm-hmm. And one more thing I wanted to mention about what Brandon posted. Before he was arrested, was on Discord and under the photo of Bianca, people were asking where he got the photo at because they didn't think he murdered her. So people were like, "Where did you get this? guy? you know all that thing." This was his response: "Quote, my fucking car. I fucked Bianca, dumbass. Anyways, remember to subscribe to PewDiePie, also to the." And he used,
0: "Oh, that's a word."
1: Mm-hmm, the 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 f word
0: for the gay people. The More cigarettes in Britain.
1: Really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. You didn't know that? Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. To the you know that fuck Alex with the Chinese username. Hope it was worth it. She was going home tonight. End quote. So he put tried to put the blank. Mm-hmm. Oh, this
0: mm-hmm. guy's all yeah. sorts mm-hmm. of
1: messed up. And then told her full name. Said she lived in Utica. And last ending ending. Yes. Lastly, ending it with quote should be. A few articles within days. Have fun. End quote. So this maggot posted these awful photos of her, and under the photos, telling people to subscribe to PewDiePie, who is a YouTube gamer by the way, and then blames Alex for this. <laughs> blames Alex for him murdering her. Wow. Which is we, which is was we just discussed. This not true. And if he wouldn't have been searching different ways to kill, and already you know like. It's just not true. Like, we know it wasn't Alex's fault. He had the gun. I mean, he had the knife in the car. Right. He had made his checklist days before. He'd been right. researching. He and all these things set in motion. Now, before we get on to the court proceedings, because his ass was obviously charged, mm-hmm. I want to pose a question. If Brandon did so much research on how to cut the carotid artery... How to kill, blah, blah, blah. And then does it so deep on Bianca, how does he not succeed himself?
0: Because he ain't planned to die.
1: Period. That's what I said. He was planning a murder. He says he was planning a murder-suicide. But he was either too big of a coward to kill himself or he wasn't planning at all.
0: But really, imagine how hard. So, you're, you're doing something that goes against... Your brain's telling you not to do... I mean, it would be hard to stab yourself, I would think. Like, like... To make your brain, make your hand move to stab yourself. I think it would be hard too, but... He should have shot himself. (laughs) Well, he should have. He does not deserve to live. Oh, I agree. Mm, mm, mm,
1: mm. One more thing to note before the court talk was how disgusting humans are. So, not just Brandon, but on sites like 4chan, where the photos circulated, and even under a Facebook post, there was... There were just people... You know, uh, applauding Brandon and calling, right. they're calling her whore, saying she deserved it. Like, people are saying some awful things about this little, this, this young girl. This child, this. People this, are. This 17-year-old a- girl who didn't want to date some greasy-ass man, and he just couldn't accept it. So, these people are commending, you know. <laughs> yeah, she's ridiculous,
0: man. Sucks. People
1: suck. Now, those incels we talked about earlier are the majority of the ones who were trolling posts of Bianca and were very present online when all this was coming out. Yep. They were saying things like, I like her better dead. Women um, look good with their throats slit open and covered in blood. Oh, awful things. And there was one, um, there was one that said, e-girl whore should end up like her killed. Oh, it was awful. Yeah, wow. they commented on her appearance saying why did she look like a 9 or a 10 on Instagram, but a 5 in her murder photo? Stop it.
0: Yeah, what
1: the is wrong with these people? What do you mean?
0: And they're probably the trolliest looking troll you've ever seen. Like the grossest. That's what
1: you have to say about this, judge. This, this, this innocent girl who was murdered. Mm-hmm. I w- I was so flabbergasted. I have. I'm speechless. Like I have. I really no hope
0: that like the FBI has a list of these mothers.
1: I wish I could run into them because I would dead ass punch them in their throat. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's so sick.
1: Oh or God. you know, like it's you know. I think we should like people that like type hate stuff on Facebook. I think we should break. Find their fingers. out who they
0: are. Blast
1: them. I will see. I was going more violent, right? You know, like well, we could
0: do that too, like
1: sledgehammering
0: their fingers. We could do that too. We could just have like a gang, yeah, of girls around the world who
1: who runs the world, girls. Okay, mm-hmm. so in the following days and weeks after her murder, Bianca's Instagram, in particular, grew from like I said, two to three thousand followers to over a hundred thousand, but. These were a lot of these awful incel people that were following her. They trolled. They, they commented horrible things in her photos. They started directly sending murder photos to her family. Oh. I mean, it was constantly. Oh it, I mean, it forced them to pretty much delete. Like, their family had to delete just about all of their social media for a time being because they couldn't escape seeing that photo. I would
0: probably delete it forever. Oh, yeah. Just in case, you know?
1: So, people are so awful that two days after Bianca's murder, two days, Kim was in the grocery store. You know, she was forced out of the house to buy essentials. She really didn't want to go. Oh, right. And she received an airdrop request. Luckily, the friend snatched her phone before somebody in the store was, you know, and and opened it. Because she was like, what? Who could, you know, she didn't want Kim to open it. So,
0: somebody saw her in the grocery store.
1: And was airdropping her a photo of Bianca.
0: Did they figure out who
1: that was? I'm not sure, but, like, what garbage? No matter what links Kim or the police went to deleting these photos off the different sites, another would pop up in its Uh, place. It's damn near impossible to remove something off the internet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they, unfortunately, still have not succeeded. Instead of, you know, like, all these people continued posting these photos, continued posting them, and they would use these hashtags that were meant to be good for bianca and they would flood it with these awful photos of her oh so when gosh. people would look up bianca Devins on the hashtag that's so what they would see so instead they couldn't get these pictures taken off her friends and family started to flood the hashtag um that were being used to spread her photo and replace them with happy things and things that bianca loved and so that's they posted everything good. pink and there was clouds and there was It was just beautiful. Now when you look at Bianca Devins, it's all pink. It's all good. If these sites weren't going to get rid of them, they were just going to post repeatedly until these photos were gone and not searchable through the hashtags. And so one thing I wanted to mention was Bianca loved pink sunsets, and we have them very often down here in South Georgia. Um, And so it was said that every time she saw one, She snapped a picture and posted it. So, her friends, followers, family, supporters, etc. Started using hashtag pink clouds for Bianca because of her love for pink sunsets. So, I did want to take the time really quick before we get into like the aftermath of, of Bianca's murder.
0: Right. Like
1: I said, we have them often down here in South Georgia for sunset. So, I think if you listen to this, especially the month of October. If you see a sunset, I think we should post it. I think we should post it. Instagram, Facebook, whatever, and we need to use the hashtag pink clouds for Bianca. Yeah. And I think we should do that in memory for her. We'll do it tomorrow. For, for this month. So I think we should post, you know, anytime you see one or think about it this month, I think we should post it Instagram, Facebook, you know. You Sweet can post desserts. it to our
0: Facebook yeah. group or just to your us. Facebook page. Yep.
1: Yeah, I think we should just do that. So it's hashtag pink clouds clouds
0: for, for bianca. bianca yeah
1: so let me look it up and i will also um i'll post our
0: what a tribute you know it's the least we can do
1: i agree and i'll post ours with the hashtags to you so you know exactly what Good. to use yep. a few days after her murder or a day or so after on july 15th 2019 that there was a candlelight vigil held and everyone everyone who attended wore pink in bianca's memory at this vigil, supporters gathered and sang "Huff the Magic Dragon," which is a song her grandfather Frank used to sing oh, to her. Oh, that's precious. She then used to like when she grew up, she would sing it to her younger sisters. Oh. <laughs> so, if you haven't gathered, Bianca's favorite color was pink, and she loved "Huff the Magic Dragon," and she sang it to her, great, her younger sisters. And she's like the best big sister ever, and it's just so you know sad. they're just
0: broken. Lizard. yes
1: so after a week um of her murder on july 19th 2019 bianca's funeral was held and more than 300 people attended almost a dozen of those were some of her online friends um and one of those friends was alex he did mm-hmm. go to her funeral another very sweet but sad thing about her funeral was one of the family cats bell had recently died so bianca was buried with bell's ashes because Bianca also loved cats. And that was her cat. Aww. Aww.
0: She's a very, very little baby. Could you see how cry right <laughs> now. Me too.
1: Um, her gravestone was also engraved in pink. It's a beautiful, like I think it's a black headstone. It's a gorgeous. Yeah. I'll have to find a picture of it. But it's engraved in pink. Um, a beautiful headstone for a beautiful person. Does it have person. a picture?
0: Her I, think her picture it does. I love I think when it headstones does. have pictures.
1: Um, me too. Because you can see what the person Who looked like. Were. Were. Yes. Yep. So, Utica was lit up in pink for her.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, This is also around the time that this sea bag appeared in court for the first time. Um, It was also said that the courtroom was packed with everyone wearing pink for Bianca. Mm -hmm. And Brandon pled not guilty. Excuse me? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're about to get into some frustrating things. So, he was only being charged with second degree murder, which is something I don't really understand. Like, I can't explain it. Couldn't find any reasoning in in my research as to why. Um, Because I thought I made it very clear earlier that he had planned this. (laughs) Yeah. I thought that that evidence was very clear. Yeah. Yeah. So the defense was trying to go for an extreme emotional disturbance defense. Now let me tell you what this is. So the first noteworthy thing to mention about the EED defense is it's only used in New York in in murder cases only. Mm Mm-hmm. If they accept the EED defense and found guilty, your murder charges drop down to manslaughter. First, you must have suffered from an extreme emotional disturbance that you suffered a profound loss of self-control. And it can be any emotion such as sadness, anger, fear, or any other okay. emotion, but it has to be intense. But that's not
0: valid here because of the list. Oh, exactly. Just... Mm -hmm. Precisely, Mm -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. ma'am. Second, there must be a reasonable explanation that you suffered this extreme emotion. The reasonableness is viewed from your own viewpoint and situation, not that of another person. Finally, you must commit the murder while under the influence of that extreme emotion. So this is what Brandon is trying to go for. Mm -hmm. Thankfully, everyone else was not buying into that bullshit. And... um. Everyone that was not his defense described him as an evil monster.
0: So. Okay. Right, right, right. Case closed. Exactly, Guilty. Exactly. Death.
1: In December of that year, he was found with a homemade sheet shive. She- she- Shiv, 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 Yeah, ma'am. Made out of a toothbrush in his cell, which yeah, he would be charged with promoting prison contraband and could possibly get seven additional years added on to his time. Uh-huh. But February 10th, 2020, shortly before his murder trial started, he pled guilty. The reasoning, you asked? He claimed he wanted to spare Bianca's family of the gruesome details of her murder. What? What a gentleman. Oh
0: my gosh.
1: You pled guilty to get a softer (sighs) sentence because you're a little biatch. Okay. That's really what happened. Yes, precisely. Um, Five months after his guilty plea, he was back in court trying to reverse that. He switches from, I don't want to make her family see all of that, to let's put them through a little bit more plus a trial. Um, (sighs) This
0: dude has got to stop.
1: I just don't even why. I mean, I know we're American. Like he deserves a trial, but does he really no, deserve a trial? No. Like I think he should just been able to be put in prison. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. Kim said that he wanted to change his mind because he found out media production companies were interested in the case Stop. and wanted Stop to do it. something like a documentary or something with the information and Brandon wanted to tell his side of the story oh and get fame gosh. from it. He went on to blame his attorney for pushing in him into the plea deal and he mm-hmm. also claimed that the attorney, Lee, Luke Niebush didn't visit him enough in prison while he was locked up. He said that Niebusch knew he was a first-time offender and didn't know anything about the legal system what a little boo! yeah he was basically saying that he was left high and dry without um proper legal counsel exactly Nebush, of course, pushed back in court saying that that was all false. And he actually went to visit him around 15 times before his plea deal. Some days he spent an hour or two, and other days he spent four to five hours with him. He said he actually encouraged Brenda to not take the plea deal deal, and to go to court, but he refused.
0: Because this guy's got snakes in his head. He's...
1: After all of that, the judge denied Brandon's request to withdraw his plea deal. And finally, after almost two years after mm-hmm. her death, mm-hmm. on March 16, 2021, Brandon was sentenced. During the sentencing, Bianca's family members were able to make statements. Oh. So I'm going to read you Kim and oh, Frank. This always makes me so sad. Kim said, quote, With the death of your child comes the most unimaginable and indescribable pain. A pain that cannot... A pain that time cannot heal and only seems to worsen. And her grandpa Frank said, quote, Brandon, with the cruel manner in which you took my granddaughter's life for the total disregard you had for a human life, for the callous act in which you posted pictures of her murdered body on social media to gratify your own selfish purposes. You, Brandon, deserve to spend the rest of your life in prison, End quote. And before the judge read his sentence, Brandon addressed the court saying, quote, I hate myself for what I did. That's how he started his speech or whatever you wanted to call this. And he said, quote, I am so sorry that I put everyone through this. I am sorry that I put Bianca through this. Stop. I, I wish I could apologize to her and just apologize and apologize and take it back. But, end quote. And then he started looking down and shaking his head. But this whole thing was bullshit. Again, this is him all putting on a show. Yeah, right. um, He looks like one of those thumbs from Spy Kids. That's what he reminds me of.
0: I don't know what that means, but... Uh-uh. What? I don't even know what Spy Kids is. What? Uh-uh. Yes, I'm old.
1: Okay, now Spy Kids is like an early 2000s movie. You wouldn't have watched that? Maybe even earlier
0: than that. Most likely not. Okay. I, mean, I was in high school I'm sure it was way too cool yikes okay it's a thumb in a in a jumpsuit uh, that's all right some of them have honey mother's mother's <laughs> mother's <laughs> 2003 is so when that was released really yeah I was in high school okay uh, anyways
1: um but, yeah, he looks like one of those thumbs. So, uh, I watched <laughs> clips of this on the documentary. And watching this was very hard. He was not remorseful at all. It was just very fake when That's he addressed disgusting. the court. Um, and his hair. Oh, my gosh, y'all. His hair. He was balding disgustingly. But the problem is, it is um, he, his hair on top of his head was thinning. And he was he would take like two strands he of hair. He would comb it over, stop it. Yes, it like gel it down so it was like two strokes. Look, It's not stop a very it. cute look. Don't. don't I mean, even try, with don't, even, y'all. Please. i mean, very much six year old manish. Don't get me wrong. Bald, bald, you know, style your bald head as you may, oh, but don't like do the comb over. Mm, let's don't. not do the comb over. We
0: all know what's under there because most of the time you could see it through the hairs.
1: Yeah, don't but this is it. really bad because there's like four hairs. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, just just him away wow. already so mm-hmm. the judge was very much unfazed by what this dweeb had to say and gave the max sentence that he could which was 25 years to life with parole it said in the documentary that he could be in his 40s when he is up for parole for the first time Stop meaning it. if for some odd strange unfortunate event happens and his parole is granted he could be walking free before he even was, turned 50 years old we, we gotta old. keep
0: up with this and make sure that exactly. this guy never walks free
1: exactly this is another reason i wanted to tell this case we all need to have bianca in our minds yep and if this ever comes up where we're, we need to be fighting yes that because he never needs to walk no free way. um so kim was asked if she and the family felt like justice had been served and she said no justice would be bianca being alive which is true that's right um, Bianca's family is trying to do anything they can to bring the slightest bit of good to the situation by yeah. working with local politicians to pass Bianca's law and that's a bill that would hold social media companies accountable for violent and graphic content nice. that they allow on their platforms. Nice. This would prevent death photos like Bianca's from being put on the internet and circulating forever. They have also established a scholarship in her name. Frank said that the student who had the same passion for a dre- for helping adolescents with their mental health would earn the scholarship. They want Bianca to be remembered for her big, beautiful smile, for her bright spirit, and for her her, her huge, caring heart. Hmm. Even though her struggles, even through her struggles, she still helped, and she still strived to help others. Um, and she will never be forgotten.
0: Oh, this is so sad.
1: Remember when I said that no one had seen the video except the prosecutors in the original case and the police? But apparently that wasn't 100% true. Um, DA for the case saw it too, of course, because they had access to it. But one of the DAs distributed the video to different documentary makers. Um, the article was about Kim having to sue a county prosecutor, Scott McNamara, for providing copies of the tape to film crews that wanted to make documentaries about the case. Now, not only is the disrespecting Bianca and her family, but the film apparently also had, tape, had some parts of them having sex, apparently. So, the prosecutor would have been distributing underage snuff and child porn to media. Um, during the court hearing, the defense said that they could not break any federal laws like Bianca's family claims by distributing images and videos. But if it did quote, any such violation did not cause personal injuries to the alleged victim as she was deceased, end quote. So they're saying that even if he did distribute the videos, it didn't cause, and it it wasn't personal injury because she's dead. (laughs) If that's truly what came out of this defense attorney's mouth, sickening. Uh, The defense letter claims that the law they were trying to be sued for did not apply to them because it only mentioned persons, not the county. The defense said such allegations lack merit and should be dismissed. The The defense added that any privacy rights Bianca Devins enjoyed while she was alive, quote, do not extend beyond the life of the victim, end quote. She still does deserve privacy. Right. Dead or alive.
0: Right.
1: Who the hell are you? And this also is sick. So it ended up where the defendant, Scott McNamara, was not prohibited to distribute any video content, including screenshots that depicted Bianca having sex or any, any sexual things, even undressing. He was also prohibited from distributing the content of her personal cell phone. So that's how, that's what another kind of lawsuit Kim kind of had to go through.
0: Right.
1: It was just, I don't, I don't, so sad. But yes, this is what this had. I think something else was going on a few days ago with this lawsuit, but I'm not very good at reading the legal terms. But that is horrible case of bianca devins and the tragic end to her short life Mm,
0: makes me sad isn't that awful so sad to use social media like that uh and these incels creeping around on girls gross gross be careful on the internet um it to bianca's family i'm sorry oh this this is a
1: horrible. I could not imagine losing my child, but especially like this. Right. And but and the thing is, is like they're still having to fight so much. Like they're having to right. fight a freaking defense attorney because he was releasing things about her daughter and then saying that she had no privacy rights because she was dead. Are you kidding? Stop like you it. have That's to,
0: sick. You have to freaking fight with the DA. Every case we cover there are families left behind and they deserve respect but well thank you alyssa you did a great job thank you on that one um wow wow well wow, wow. let's keep up with so yeah what we want to do thumb,
1: mr thumb we need to um Make sure his ass stays locked up. Forever. We also need to make sure that we see a sunset, especially in the month of October, especially if it's got pink in it for sure, for sure. Yes. We need to be posting it for social sure. media with the hashtag BiancaDevins and hashtag Pink Clouds for Bianca. Um, we we want to continue using the hashtag for good things.
0: Right. Absolutely. So y'all help us flood the internet.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, uh, thank you guys for listening. And as always, you need to make sure you are keeping up with us on Instagram. We're almost at hundred followers. Yes, <laughs> that's
0: also <laughs> at Ill
1: um, Our Facebook group has jumped up over six hundred. We're about
0: to be what, like fifty-ish? We can hit from... thousand. I will cry, die. I'm so excited. <sighs> yes, um, Ill Natured Podcast. Is our Facebook? We have a TikTok that we actually just filmed, like, in between yeah, this episode. G, yes, at ill-natured pod. Go get a good laugh. <laughs> and then if students. you have
1: case suggestions, business inquiries, any of the sorts, you need to email us. Ill-natured pod. Pod at yahoo.com. Always forget. And then you make me want to get confused, too, but I'm standing firm today. Good. So, I'm proud. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah. I think that's it. Make sure you're listening each week. We would love a, we have gotten a few more reviews, which we love. I think
0: that helps boost the show, especially if you rate us and review. And it boosts morale around here as well. Yeah, we get excited. So thank you. Uh, My next case is one that a listener messaged me on Facebook. And told me about, so I'm really excited. Is it ready to cover it? Yeah. So
1: we can record it right now. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. Bye. We're closing up. It's gonna out. be a little
0: rough around the edges. I think I talked about my last one. You know, researching is a it, it's not, it, a it's not my suit. strong
1: suit. Well, that's what our TikTok is about. You do like you like the short episodes. That's right. Like the brief overviews. The one right. episode. I'm like, let's
0: stretch this out two hours was, uh, or longer. Do you know I realize that I do that when I'm watching TikTok? If a video is too long or if I ever notice there's a part two, I swipe on past it. I don't you don't want just to don't have committed. the attention. I don't want to then. be committed. Yeah, that's right. And I have to go through and look for part two. No, thank you. You do it in one or not at all, people
1: people okay. well, sometimes you have a lot to say though
0: well i don't have a lot to listen to okay <laughs> enough attention span that's what it yeah, is just like moving right along anywho we do love you all
1: and we will catch you right guys. where you subscribe to uh, where is this yeah okay good you know but you know the trail. drop at midnight on to well monday nights at midnight
0: tuesday we always have this discussion oh. i say monday i think it's still monday But technically, midnight is is Tuesday. Tuesday. Anyway, so here we are. That old chestnut. (sighs) We will catch you guys on the flip side. Peace.